Humans, humans, good day to you. Humans, humans, good day to you. This is the last cast of January 2023. The earliest you can hear this is Tuesday, January 31st. I'm recording on Monday, January 30th. Humans, Super Bowl participants have been decided. We'll get to that. Last last episode, I promised you a take about Groundhog Day. I think it's Groundhog Day, not Groundhog's Day. Last week I promised you that, and I got so excited talking with Mr. Red about Eminem's gate that uh, I didn't even get to it. I promised it up front and didn't even get to it, so... Um, Forgive me, we will address that. We're going to talk the Super Bowl a little bit, a Super Bowl preview, if you will. The Apple Watch is back at it. The Apple Watch is back at it. And Google. <laughs> wow, Sid. You hate Apple, you hate Google. What else is new? <laughs> well... New York icon, the Empire State Building, is in a little controversy of its own. So we'll get to that. And we're just going to talk about media relationships. So some fun stuff today. Some fun stuff today, humans. Come on in. The water's fine. Okay, so humans, before we get to the Apple Watch, back at it, back to its old tricks. The more things don't change, the more they stay the same. Before we get to that, before we get to our Super Bowl preview, I do want to talk a little Groundhog Day. Uh, I, I can't believe I forgot to get to that. I was so excited, but it's been bothering me for days. It's got me up nights. That's the truth. And here's the deal. Groundhog Day, every year, is February 2nd. It's right around the corner. It's this Thursday. Of course, we have a little contest participation thing. A couple episodes ago, I mentioned Charles Terrett, Charles Tewitt shirts. From the boardroom, for the boardroom, the bar, and beyond. They're talking about a typical Oxford dress shirt. And I'm really fired up about what the hell they're getting at with Beyond. Where are you taking the Oxford shirt that hasn't been taken before? What are you, what are you talking about? So I implore you, humans, by, by morning, by Groundhog Day morning this week, if you want to get your submissions in, your audio submissions in, or you can go typed if you'd like, to listener line at sydneyhallshow.com, tell me how you would take the Charles Turret, Charles Turwit shirt beyond. Uh, if you're curious as, as to what I'm talking about, I outline it. I outline it in episode 130, which is called "Your Fave Drug Ad: Live Golf and the New Frontier for the Oxford." That's episode 130. If you need that broken down a little bit more for you, anyway, send your get your submissions in by Groundhog Day morning. Of course, you'll get on the air, and you'll earn a Sid buck, and you'll earn a Sid buck. If you're new to the show, stay tuned. We'll get to that one day. A Sid book is something that you'd like to have. And it's a currency in a society that we're in right now, the hideaway. But humans, that's not my take on Groundhog Day. That's just something a Groundhog Day 
adjacent. So here's the deal. Have any of you people heard of dry January? It's a trend. I started hearing about it maybe in 2017, 2018. Dry January. It is what it sounds like. You don't drink for the month of January. It's a cleanse. It's a reset. Oh, it's the beginning of the year. Let me just do this. It's around. I have mixed opinions on it, but there's no doubt that it's a thing. But then I've heard people say, well, no, I'd rather do dry February. Now we can talk about the merits or what have you about that. And of course, a lot of people that do it skip New Year's Day. You'd be, you'd be crazy. Not to skip New Year's Day. There's so many bowl games on. <laughs> but no matter where you lie on the dry January trend, one thing remains the same, is that February 1st, that's a lot of people like, hey, I haven't had a beer. I haven't had a glass of wine. I haven't had a snifter of brandy since... New Year's Day. Let's just say that these are people that, that allow themselves to have fun on New Year's Day. What's February 1st like? I'm going to drink tonight. And is Groundhog Day a huge hangover day for all of the people who participate in Dry January? When that groundhog, nation, the national hero being Punxsutawney Phil, local New York groundhog here is Staten Island Chuck. When Staten Island Chuck gets woken up rudely by a crowd of people and credentialed media, <laughs> are there souls all over the five boroughs in the country that are like, oh, my freaking head. Does everyone who participated in dry January, who's now treating themselves to a wild, wet Wednesday this week on February 1st, are they waking up on Groundhog Day like, Jesus Christ, my head. Oh, tell me the sun's not going to be out. I, I don't want to see my shadow because if the sun's out, it's going to hurt my eyes. I don't care if there's more spring or more winter. Make this pain go away. What did I do last night? Is that is that what Groundhog Day is? <laughs> Are we somehow... Is Groundhog Day going to morph with this dry January trend as sort of first day of being hungover again? I don't know. If you participate in this trend, let me know. And also humans, you know I'm fascinated by local groundhogs here at the show. We we touched on this some last year. Of course, here in New York, we have Staten Island Chuck. I think we talked about one last year in Georgia, my home state, called Beauregard Lee, which sounds a little bit like an homage to the Confederacy, which I don't love. Uh, but nevertheless, it's a local groundhog name. So humans, this year, you know, this this Wednesday night, Thursday morning, when they when when you get your groundhog coverage in your town, wherever you live, listen out. Listen out. Is your does your town does your state just go with the news from Punxsutawney Phil in Pennsylvania? 
Or do they also go with like a local groundhog? And if so, remember his name and let me know. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Just hit me, drop me a line on Thursday. You could be on this Friday's show. Um, listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You can type it if you're not one to, to gab. Maybe that sounds a little bit, uh, you know, maybe you're working your way up to that. And you can also leave a voice memo, of course, record into the Voice Memo app on your smartphone, hit the share button, email it to listenerline at sydneyhollishow.com. And, uh, you know, for all you dry January heads out there, (laughs) have fun on February 1st. I'm going to drink tonight. Of course, that sound clip is our boy Don Henley in the History of the Eagles documentary. After a concert, getting into the back of a limousine, someone's like, you, you want a beer? Yeah, I'll take a beer. I'm going to drink tonight. I'm going to drink tonight. And somebody hands him a Heineken. Well, humans, Apple, our old pal Apple, our old pal Tim Cook and Apple and the Apple Watch are back at it. Of course, many of you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts. And for that, I thank you. And uh, I recognize the conflict of interest here, but we press on. I'm human after all, aren't we all? So humans, last year around this time, I guess Apple comes out with these ads right around the Super Bowl time. Last year, right around this time, I was very fired up about the Apple Watch campaign that shows the guy getting swept out to sea on his paddleboard. I can't fight the wind anymore. Of course, that doofus is calling 911. He's getting swept out to sea. <laughs> and I, yes, I don't, I don't want anyone to get swept out to sea. That sounds nightmarish. But I hate their commercials, and I, I, I have a strong dislike and a, and a great joy for the way he sounds in this ad. I can't fight the wind anymore. And of course, they have another ad where someone falls in their mountain bike and they get knocked unconscious in the app. <laughs> the they watch calls 911 for them and says they've been in you know some kind of a violent crash and i interviewed my sister about this she's an outdoor sports enthusiast she's an adventurer she does backcountry skiing where they she and her husband check the avalanche report before they go out they are properly they have the proper gear they do the research and i speculate that these apple watch commercials you know, give people a false sense of security. Like, well, I can go out and do this and not even be prepared because I've got my Apple Watch. Now, we had a lot of fun in that episode. If you'd like to hear that, it's on my website right now, sydneyhollishow.com. Of course, it's your favorite time waster, your favorite thing to click on when you're a little bored at work. sydneyhollishow.com. It just says Apple Watch and Celeste. It's episode 26 course you'll have to stream it from the website it's not here it's not in the podcast apps but that's very doable you can just do it in your your browser on your pc or on your phone and you can navigate away and it'll still play so that's episode 26 apple watch and celeste that's on sydneyhollishow.com your favorite time waster but humans i dislike these ads for the reasons i just said i feel like it, it in some way it encourages people to go out in an unprepared kind of a way point often of doing outdoorsy things is to get away from it all and you're tethered by this watch well i saw this commercial yesterday whilst watching the afc championship the chiefs versus the Bengals. 
What a game. What a classic. I was at a gathering, a gathering of football fanatics watching this. And of course, you know, we're chit-chatting during the commercials. But something catches my eye. And instantly, my heart sank and my gut got tight. And I was just like, is this an excerpt from Zero Dark Thirty? Or is this an Apple Watch commercial? Now, if you've ever seen Zero Dark Thirty, of course, it's the movie about the, the hunt, the politics, the assassination of Osama bin Laden. Very suspenseful film. I like that film. The first time I ever saw it was at a place with a home theater system. A friend of mine, an old companion. Home theater system, little red wine, a little bit of cannabis, the lights low, watching this movie. And let's say towards the last fourth of the movie, last third of the movie, there's, there's scenes where the Navy SEALs are moving out in helicopters. And I was sucked in. My heart was about to jump out of my chest. My palms were sweating. Fascinating audio, fascinating footage. I was, I was in the movie Hook line and sinker and boy oh boy if the latest apple watch sos commercial function isn't just playing right into that style of cinematography give it a listen will you rescue zero seven command please be advised the storm is headed your way to miles southeast Yes, I have the map of the universe Etched in the palms of my hands But I got lost somehow Somehow I need to be found Back to you humans if you haven't seen this ad yet I, I i i hope and i dishope that you do the title of the title of the spot the title of the commercial is called the rescue and uh the rescue emergency sos via satellite now in the commercial you see a rescue team getting dispatched to a to a choppa to a helicopter and they're flying through a mountain range. I mean, it's just, it's so zero dark 30 for my money. Maybe even Star Wars, right? When they're flying those little planes in Star Wars, uh, Star Wars 4. Episode 4, Star Wars 1. Uh, under the But it's under the cover of darkness, like zero dark 30 or like other, you know, military extraction or what secret mission movies 
And then there's a couple. It shows a couple high up on a peak on a ledge, exposed. Exposed. And the guy looks to, the gentleman looks to have like a, a splint, a homemade splint. And the, the gal, she's, she's holding a phone and it says, aim phone towards satellite. And, you know, you hear the chopper, the chopper in the background. And you're just like, oh, what's, you know, what's going on? This is so intense. I don't want it to end. I want to watch two more hours of this. Of course, you guys know. I went and saw Top Gun Maverick in a 4DX theater, and it was like a two-hour-long thrill ride. You know I get off on this stuff. I hate this commercial, and yet I don't want it to end. Rescue 07, command. Please be advised the storm is headed your way two miles southeast. And I didn't realize till just now that there's a storm headed your way. There's a storm element as well. I mean, wow. Wow. You know, it just begs the question. Can we see a little prequel? Can we get a little, you know, just like in Zero Dark Thirty, can we see Chris Pratt and the rest of the SEALs? Can we see them playing some horseshoes? Kind of acting like, you know, listen, give it a little levity, right? These guys are real life heroes. These, these guys are the real thing. But they're also human beings. It's also a job. They're going to put in a lipper. They're going to put a nice skull in their lip, a nice cope in their lip. And they're going to play a little horseshoes waiting for their mission. Waiting for the assignment of the day. Can we get that? Hell, can we give Giamatti? Can we get Giamatti to do an out? Can we? Can he take a break from Verizon for a minute? Can we get Giamatti and some fatigues, and some BDUs, some battle dress uniform? Get him tossing some horseshoes with Chris Pratt. Maybe get some other SNL alum in there for some humor. Have them screwing around before they go on this rescue mission. I don't know. And who is that singing the backup right there? Is that Sam Smith? Yes, I have the map of the Apple. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm captivated. I'm still angry. I'm still upset. Does this encourage attention seekers? <laughs> I would hope not. Does this encourage attention seekers to go put themselves in dangerous situations? So that they can be extracted a la a Hollywood movie? So they can have a rescue team scramble to rescue them a la a Hollywood movie? I dreamed I was in a Hollywood movie. To quote Eric Burdon and the band War. A Hollywood movie. Attention seekers unite. Get yourselves an Apple Watch. Go get lost in the wilderness. Make yourself a makeshift splint, perhaps with some trekking poles. And call, you know, get some, get some pilots and crew to scramble on your behalf. But hey, since this thing does feel like a Hollywood movie. A Hollywood movie. Maybe we can make one right here ourselves, right here in the holiday. Holiday. The Hollis Day. 
the hideaway. All we need, some helicopter audio. Check, we can come up with that. Some rain of an approaching storm, some thunder. Check, we can come up with that. Uh, a famous singer. Check, we can come up with that. I present to you an Apple SOS watch commercial reimagined. Our own little Hollywood movie. A Hollywood movie. So humans, without further ado, to quote my main man, Eric Clapton, in MTV's Unplugged, circa 1990-something, see if you can spot this one. Hi, sir. Hi, Gabe. Is it really 4,000? Yeah, it's about. So, how'd this crowd ever talk you into climbing up to the tower? You told me it was better than sex. Really? You ready for the best ride in the park? Give me a second, I'll let you know. Riders of the storm. Of course you can. Of course you can. Really, there's nothing to it. Riders of the storm. I can do this. Sure you can. Into this house we're born. Sorry, don't worry about it. Thanks. Into this world we're thrown. Of course we are. Like a dog with a bone and actor alone. Riders on the storm. Humans. There's a killer on the road. Does your do your on, trained guys, ears tell you what you hear? Riders on the storm, of course. Sultry pipes of Jim Morrison. Beautiful thunderstorm sound in the background. Of course, in the foreground, we've got Sylvester Stallone and helicopter audio. Opening scene from Cliffhanger. Our very own hideaway Apple Watch SOS commercial. It's Apple going to show you this. Apple makes it seem like it's a pretty easy rescue. Can you keep the line steady? I know I said I wanted to see Giamatti before the commercial, but can we see Giamatti acting like a Navy SEAL extractor during the extraction? Things don't always go as planned, Apple. Apple SOS. Be the star of your own Hollywood movie. And of course, your phone is still connected to the satellite. You want that reassurance, so let's give a little... Don't worry, Gabe. You're almost there. You're almost there, Gabe. Don't worry, you're connected to the satellite. 
Watch has taken a hard fall and is not responding to their watch. The emergency location is latitude 47.7, longitude minus 117.5. And hey, it also shows your ground contact time. That humor. It's a little fun there with the new Apple commercial cliffhanger, Jim Morrison. No one ever thought it was possible, but we we decided to try it anyway here at the show, and it turned out great. Okay, humans. I have a little rant about Google. It's tiny, but it's meaningful. There's these Google commercials out where like there it's all about the Google phone and it's like, ah, Google phone is so great. And it's like, you know, it, it erases, it magically erases annoying distractions. And then it shows people like editing photos from their vacations and stuff. And first of all, it's just like, this is the problem in the world. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't coin this phrase, but it's very, applicable here instagram versus reality it shows people like at a tourist destination and then editing other people out of their photo it's like well why not some freaking reality why not some authenticity tourist places are overrun with people that's just the way it is but what burns me up even more during this commercial for the google phone is there's like a lady sitting on the side of the pool of a pool and then a guy next to her doing a cannonball. And it, it says these this in verbatim. This says this verbatim. Magically erases annoying distractions. And then it shows them erasing the guy doing the cannonball next to her. Now, one, that's her freaking experience. But this is just painting a picture of an annoying Instagram person that I strongly dislike anyway. Some person who's immune to fun, who goes to a pool party or a pool weekend or rents a vacation rental with a pool and then wants to sit on the side and take some Instagram photos. And a guy who's there having a good time, living it up, doing a cannonball, he's the annoying distraction, magically erases annoying distractions. Well, one, again, this is, this is freaking dishonest. There's no authenticity there. Oh, look at how cool I am sitting on the side of the pool in my one piece. If you're going to erase an annoying distraction, it's her. 
I bet this woman was one big annoying distraction at this pool party. Cannonball guy needs to be the one erasing her. It upsets me, humans. But hey, enough about that. Let's talk a little Super Bowl preview. Humans, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, is this going to be a game for the ages we can only hope. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going through a little something right now. I know COVID's not over. I know the pandemic still exists. I know immune immunocompromised people are still dying from it. But in a lot of ways, the COVID era is over. Less and less people are wearing masks, for better or for worse. More and more people are gathering, for better or for worse. And it, it feels like, to me, I mean, maybe with each passing day, we're more back to normal. Is this a chant? Is this just, do we pick up where we left off? The Chiefs were in the Super Bowl in February of 2020. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl in February of 2023. Did we just, did we just say, hey, that was a weird three years. Get back to it. Whatever I was doing then, that's what I'm doing now. Is there any, is there any of that? Now, I find myself rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles. I grew up a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Of course, I get criticized for liking several NFL teams, but I did grow up an Eagles fan, and I have some Eagles gear. But that's neither here nor there. So I don't want the Chiefs to win, but I'm hoping for a good game, obviously. Uh, and, and hey, humans, let me know. Am I way off base here? Is this a chance for us all to start where we left off, or have we learned from ourselves? I don't know. I don't know. Listen to line at sydneyolishow.com. Two great teams. Going to be one heck of a Super Bowl out there in Arizona. We can only hope. And of course, I mentioned this last cast, but yesterday, well, Sunday, I don't know when you guys are listening to this. Of course, earliest you can hear it is January 31st. But on Sunday, January 29th, it was Jim Nance and Tony Romo's last time to broadcast together. This year. Of course, we all hope they'll be back as a duo next season. I don't know anything about their contracts, but I, they're my favorite broadcast. What can I say? I eat them up with a spoon. Love Jim Nance and Tony Romo. I didn't care for him as a player. I'm just not a Cowboys guy. But these two together, wow. I was trying to soak every last minute of them up last night. And I wonder, you know. They spend countless hours together. You think they go play one last round of golf? You think they go play a game of bocce or shuffleboard or something? You think they get together one last time? Like, hey, that was one heck of a ride. Let's get together without a little prep and just uh, bid each other farewell. Bid each other farewell. And humans... The Empire State Building, caught up in controversy, in controversy regarding the Super Bowl. Last night, they lit up this Empire State Building in green in honor of the Philadelphia Eagles 
making it to the Super Bowl, and people in New York this morning are incensed. It's all over the local news. Of course, the rags, NY Post, NY Daily News, are covering it. No surprise there. But even the Standard, even the New York Times has an article about it today. New Yorkers are pissed. And I say rightfully so. Philadelphia and New York have a rivalry. They have a rivalry as cities, but especially in sports. The Giants and the Eagles are in the same division. They are division rivals. The Mets and the Phillies are in the same division. They are division rivals. In hockey, the Flyers, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the New York Rangers, and the New York Islanders are all in the same division. The Flyers and the Rangers are division rivals. And hell, toss the New York Long Islanders in there too. And in the NBA... The Philadelphia 76ers and the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets are in the same division. The Knicks and the Sixers are rivals. The Nets and the Sixers are rivals. Philly is a rival town to New York. It is, it is crazy that they lit up the Empire State Building green in honor of the Philadelphia Eagles making it to the Super Bowl last night. I'm rooting for the Eagles in two weeks. It's insane. It's insane. So I did a little digging, humans. And for those of you know, that, that may not know this, you can you can go to the Empire State Building's website and see what the colors mean each night. Now, when there's not any kind of thing that's really being celebrated, it's in their quote-unquote signature white. But you can go on any particular night and look up what the colors mean and what they're supposed to be honoring. So it does say on the day of the AFC and NFL, NFC championships that it was supposed to be lighting and celebrating and lighting and celebration of the NFL conference championship games. So they had planned this ahead of time. They didn't know it was going to be Philadelphia. You know, it could have been San Francisco, but it's still weird. It's especially egregious that it was Philadelphia. But it's still weird. And people are pissed. People are pissed. But you know, maybe that's the kick in the pants that New York City needs. I don't think I've ever talked about that this on this show. But New York, I love it. I've lived here for 16 years. But it's not that much of a sports town. And before you come for me, before you blow me up on listener line at sydneyhollishow.com, what I mean is, there's so many transplants here that, that there's not, it's not like being in, I would imagine, Chicago or Philly or Cleveland or Cincinnati or these places, you know, obviously Green Bay or the whole state of Wisconsin. It's not like that here. Yeah, I, I've lived here when the Giants have won the Super Bowl twice. And that, that the day after they won their first Super Bowl that they won while I was living here, I thought the subway was going to be going crazy on the morning commute. Like people were still going to be cheering. It was business as usual the very next day. There's parades in this town. And unless you have intimate knowledge as a parade that day, you don't know. You know, where I'm from, there's a parade. They talk about it for weeks and there's a whole thing leading up to it. It's a big city, but there's so many transplants from all over the world obviously the country, 
that it just doesn't, it just, there's not that attitude. Now, of course, you meet people that live in deep parts of Brooklyn, Queens, all the outer boroughs, the Bronx, Staten Island, and you find real deal died in the wool, died, D-Y-E-D, died in the wool, Jets fans, Giants fans, and so on. And they're, they're the ones that they're, people are interviewing today that are so angry. But by and large, everyday life in Manhattan, it's, it's, just, it's just not the way it is, I think, in other cities. So maybe this is the kick in the pants that New Yorkers need to come together as sports fans to give this town a little more of like, these are our freaking teams. Now, again... I, I'm a transplant. I grew up loving other teams. So, it, 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 you know, I don't have those same emotions that I would have if I grew up as a Giants fan, let's say. Nevertheless, perhaps now a common enemy in the Empire State Building and in the Philadelphia Eagles, this can make New Yorkers come together as, as a sports town. Much in the same way that Daryl Hall in this clip tries to get the crowd to just hate the English, at least for a few seconds. We'd like to do a, do a song uh, that uh, was on our Voices album about five years ago. And it uh, was recently done by uh, an English artist. English artist. It's called Every Time You Go Away. This is the original. An English artist. An English artist. An Eagles fan. An Eagles fan. Anyway, humans, thank you for listening. It was great to break bread with you today. I'm excited, you know. I hope I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the Hollywood movie commercial that we made there for Apple. All right, humans, we'll see you next week. Or excuse me, I'll see you later in the week. This was a Tuesday cast. Look forward to talking to you on Friday. Peace and love. Peace and love.